you know that every word you speak matters. Are your conversations making a difference? With a passion for words and a heart for conversation, Teresa Velarde is a self-professed word nerd, best-selling author, BizCat 360 columnist, and publisher. Children's books as well as fiction and nonfiction books are welcomed at Weeby Books Publishing and Book Endeavors, the imprints of her company, Authentic Endeavors Publishing. Whether written or spoken, Teresa strives to encourage and inspire meaningful conversations that make a difference. Here's the host of Conversations That Make a Difference, Teresa Velarde. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Conversations That Make a Difference. I'm excited to be here with you today. It's an off day for me. Uh, usually I'm on first and third Tuesdays, but I had uh, something happening. So here we are on the fourth Tuesday, and I'll see you again next week for the first Tuesday of March. Um, I just want to let you know that we are live usually on the first and third Tuesday on uh, Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, and you can listen to us Tuesdays at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. for the replays. You can go to Dream Vision 7 Radio Network online, and you can listen in your car, you can listen on YouTube, and you can ask Alexa to play the station for you. Usually we start with a prayer, so I'm going to do that as we always do. We'll start with the serenity prayer. Conversations that make a difference is known for doing this. I am, every week I say the serenity prayer. So God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And it is by God's grace that we are fabulous, blessed, and highly favored, living in our greatness, using our gifts and talents, making a difference in the lives of others with passion and purpose, and God's great universe is conspiring in our favor. So we gratefully say, Amen. So today is pretty special for me. I have one of my favorite people on with us today, um, Doreen Harper. You may know her as Doreen de Jesus Harper. She and I have known each other for quite some time. And after 23 years in corporate America with experience in the hospitality, real estate, accounting, and financial industries, Doreen took a leap of faith. In 2008, she retired to entrepreneurship. So, and an entrepreneur she is, for sure. Her extensive training includes business coaching, strategic implementation of standard operations and procedures for entrepreneurs, team management, event coordination, social media strategy implementation and management, author support, data research, marketing, project management, multimedia presentations, and so much more. Doreen, you're a woman of all trades. <laughs> well, thank you, Teresa. Such a, a great intro. I appreciate it. Yeah. And her relationship with clients, I want to say this, is one of partnership as a successful relationship focused on specific goals requiring joint commitment. Her entrepreneurial client base consists mostly of authors, coaches, and speakers. And you can learn more about Doreen and read her expanded bio as if you needed to learn more <laughs> at ambitions.com. And we'll give you the correct spelling of that as we go on. So Doreen, how are you? I'm amazing this wonderful Tuesday. How are you? I'm really good. Excited to have you here. We haven't done this in quite some time. So yeah, yeah. it's been a while since uh, we've actually had a true conversation like this. Um, 
Wow. Back to Transformational Tuesdays days. Yeah. Yeah. Going way back. So, and actually I'm going to count on you to help me repurpose that. So, so in case you haven't noticed, Doreen is my online business manager and she is, she takes some of the stress, some of the stress out of my life and puts sanity back in my business on a regular basis. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Doreen, I have a bunch of questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, your tagline is uh, put the sanity I help, I help put the sanity back in your business how many people do you get on a regular basis who call you and say I can't take it anymore I'm so overwhelmed <laughs> besides um, me of course <laughs> you know Teresa I get a lot of people who call me um, just just to kind of figure out what I can do for them Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, where did I come up with the tagline? What does it mean to put the sanity back into their business? So, um, you know, and it's it means something different for everybody, to be very okay. honest. So how does someone know when they need to hire someone like you? What kind of questions should they be asking themselves in order to be able to initiate a conversation with you in the first place? Well, they really first need to take a good assessment of their business, of themselves, um, where they're at, not only professionally, but also personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the, some of the biggest questions that um, they should be asking themselves is, are they working really long hours, you know, um, and still can't get caught up on all of the work that they're doing? Um, are they mostly working in their business, but not on their business. So um, with wait, that- wait, wait, wait. Define what that means. Because a lot of people don't know the difference between working in your business versus working on your business. Can you define that for us? Absolutely. So working in your business means that you're doing all the back end stuff. You are, you know, setting up calendar invites. You're doing all of the the, the task generated um things for your business. Working on your business means you're actually doing what your business is. So if you're a coach, you're actually out there coaching. You are creating um, different programs and products so that you can, you know, grow your business. Mm-hmm. Um, most people, you're right, don't understand the difference. And it's important for them to understand the difference. Um, you know, another question that you really should be asking yourself is, you know, are your customers, your clients getting the quality service that you want them to get? Or are you losing money as a result of the fact that you are working in your business, not on your business? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you are striving for that work-life balance, and that's one of the reasons that a lot of people become entrepreneurs is that they're really looking to, to have that balance in their work life. But if you haven't spent the time with your family that you want to spend with them and and you're so overwhelmed on a very constant um, basis that even the time that you do have family time, it's not quality time. Mm-hmm. It's another thing that you should be looking for because, mm-hmm. you know, again, we, we strive to become entrepreneurs. We strive to be working for ourselves and doing things for ourselves so that we can have a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with today's technology, you know, if you have not, implemented some of the advanced technologies into your business because one, you don't want to learn it or you can't learn it or you don't have the time for it. You need to be bringing in somebody. These are questions that you should be asking yourself so that you can say, okay, wait a minute. How am I going to grow my business? Do I have this technology that I need? You know, am I spending time with my family? Am I, uh, am I taking away from my family? And what I'm doing, is it profitable? Is it worth 
all the energy that I'm, I'm putting into it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, another question is, is are you losing opportunities? Are you dropping opportunities? Do you, are you so, again, working in your business instead of on your business, um, you're missing those emails. You're, you know, you can't follow up with individuals. Um, there's a whole slew of questions that people should be asking themselves. Okay. You know, what did you ask yourself, Teresa, when you started looking for somebody to come along and, and work with you? I'm going to tell you exactly what I asked myself. How on earth am I going to do all this? And this technology piece, oh my goodness, I feel like a techno idiot. But you are a techno genius, on the other hand. So, um, and I, I really, um, I think, I think a lot of us with technology going as fast as it is today and it is moving at light speed as far as I'm concerned because so many things that I was using even six months or a year ago have morphed into something bigger and better and um, more efficient than what the, the previous program was. So technology was one of the reasons why I... I I needed somebody like you because I just I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. Want to talk to me about writing? No problem. You want to talk to me about getting your book published? Well, part of the reasons why I'm able to do that now is because I don't have all the technology stuff that I have to be concerned about um, on my plate, as well as the things that I really love to do. And that's, I think that's the biggest thing. When we, when we get to a point where we're doing things that stress us out, I think that's a really good reason to uh, make a phone call to somebody like Doreen Harper and find out, you know, what she can do to help us. Um, you know, a lot of people say, I have to get a VA. I have to do this. I have to get an online business manager. I have to get somebody who specializes in so-and-so and so-and-so and, -so and this and that and the other thing. So what's the difference between working with someone who is a VA, also known as a virtual assistant, um, an online business manager, or a specialist? So can you define what a virtual assistant is versus an online, versus an online business manager or a specialist, please? Oh, absolutely. So first, both both um, a, a virtual assistant and an online business manager play very pivotal roles um, in supporting the um, businesses virtually. Um, the biggest difference is in the skill set and the responsibilities and the area of focus. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to define those two first. So um, with the virtual assistant, everything is typically administrative tasks such as email management, scheduling, data entry, customer service, where, and this is like uh, the scope of work that they do. Um, whereas an online business manager focuses on operational and strategic management, including planning, project management, team coordination, and even execution of business strategies. So they act as a partner with, um, you know, whoever they're working with, where a VA typically is task driven. They're just doing tasks that you're assigning them. Mm -hmm. um, the level of responsibilities also, you know, again, uh, a VA is going to work specifically on tasks that is assigned to them. Whereas an OBM, an, off, um, an office, um, ooh, an OBM, which is an Online business, online business manager, <laughs> excuse me. Um, they hold a higher level of responsibility for, you know, with their their, their um, strategic partners. You know, they're building a, they're helping you build a business, you know, um, and they have a, uh, 
a vested interest in seeing you, um, seeing the businesses that they work with uh, thrive. Um, also, VA generally doesn't get into the strategic involvement, whereas an online business manager will get into a strategic involvement. There's also a huge skill set difference between a VA and an online business manager. A VA, again, is very general, very administrative, um, where uh, an online business manager may have web may may have website design, uh, maybe a certifications, social media management, all of these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, those two um, individuals, the virtual assistant and an online business manager, they're going to help in the back end stuff for mm-hmm. anybody. And those are general, those two generally uh, tend to be retainer and long term. All right. Specialists generally are project oriented. So mm-hmm. you can hire a specialist to build your website. You can hire a specialist to come in and build your brand on YouTube. And they are all um, and and that is their niche. That's exactly what they do. And they're not they don't um, necessarily create long term relationships with their clients because they are project oriented. A virtual assistant and an online business manager um, or an online marketing manager, because I'm both, um, they develop and strive for long-term relationships. They're in it for the long haul versus being project, um, project driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, if someone just define for me, if you can, some of the things that, um, you do as an online business manager and some of the things, I mean, I understand that project, you know, some of them are tasks driven for virtual assistants and whatnot, but as an online business manager, what really lights you up about what you do? Like what are the kind of things that you do that really get you like that smiling? Uh, yeah. I would say, Teresa, you kind of know this. Um, I, am but I, gotta tell everybody else. <laughs> I am all about processes. I'm all about, you know, the technology, as you said earlier, if it could be, um, you know, put online, if, you know, if, if, if we can get rid of the paper, if we can, um, you know, define something that, that uh, is really um, repetitive and it works that's what I love doing. You know, I like uh, getting all of these processes together for, for my clients, whether it's um, helping them with their newsletter or branding across the board. So starting their branding from their website to social media. I like doing that. Or, you know, coming up with a plan of um, what needs to happen in the next six months. You tell me what your goal is. And I turn around and say, okay, um, this is what we should do. He, this is what I recommend we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's your business. It is always my client's business, but the, the, the benefit that clients get from hiring somebody outside who works with multiple uh, different people is that they've got that test driven, you know, uh, mentality about all of the things that they're, they're going to suggest to you, mm-hmm. you know? So if it's failed with one client, they may be able to put a twist to it to make it work for you. Or they may tell you, this is just really not going to work at all. I've tried it with four or five clients. It's failed every single time. Mm-hmm. It's still up to you to, to decide whether that's what you want to do for your business. But now as a st- strategic partner, I can at least give an input. It's like having a board member without having a board. 
There you go. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. It's like having a board member without having a board. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I have so much stuff I can ask you so many things I can ask you. So let's just talk about like for, for the, um, the daily gift book series, let's go there for a minute. Okay. So we've done two books. And for those of you who don't know, they are daily gift of gratitude and a daily gift of hope. And although this a picture was taken by um, a high school friend of mine. Doreen created the front, the rest of the front cover for this one and for this one. This is one of her many skills that she has. So daily gift of gratitude and a daily gift of hope. We're now working on a daily gift of kindness. So now it's my job. <laughs> my part of the whole thing is to get you everything you need in order to be able to put the Daily Gift of Kindness properly on the website so that people who are listening, people who are wanting to write in a Daily Gift of Kindness can get the information um, that they need. So I know what your biggest challenge is with me, sitting me down and getting me letting me have the time to write what I need to write in order to be able to give it to you. What are some of the things that you can recommend for people like me who are um, not necessarily too busy to get it done, but are there tools out there? And I'm hoping I know what you're going to say. Are there tools out there that can help me to write the information that I need in order to be able to make it a little bit easier on both of us? Oh, there's a lot of tools out there. Um, you know, I will say a chat GPT is mm -hmm. one of those tools that you can use. Um, there's a lot of controversy around chat GPT. Um, but the controversy, uh, but in reality, you're never going to get the same information out of ChatGPT every time. Everybody's going to get something different. Mm -hmm. And if you um, can give it the information that it needs to have a voice like yours, then you are going to be like 80% finished with what you're looking for. And all you've got to do is polish off that 20%. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I would recommend, uh, you know, someone at least getting the basics of, of jet, chat GPT so that they can um, utilize it in writing emails and some of the things that they might struggle in so that uh, they can do what they actually like. I, I dislike writing with a passion, dislike it with a passion. I am very creative, um, you know, with uh, uh, creating a template for a word, uh, uh, a WordPress site or, you know, doing any of the memes or any of these other things. But writing is not my forte. Mm -hmm. However, I know what I want to say. And the thing with ChatGPT is that if you understand exactly what you want to say and you give it a voice, for example, um, write me a 250 word blog post as an expert in social media on the benefits of being on Facebook. Now it's going to give me the output is going to be very, you know, uh, it's going to be like a professional wrote it mm -hmm. because I asked it to write it like that. You know, now all I got to do is go in and put my little spin, my little voice, my voice on it. Mm. Um, so that's one of the tools that I would suggest. I would always suggest um, also having some type of project management tool that mm. will remind you and will keep you, um, vested in what you need to get done. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I get, it's all in one place. If you, if you use, when you use a tool, it's all in one place, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> yeah. And, you know, so I sometimes when I'm dealing with people who are, are trying to figure out, you know, whether they really want to work with a virtual assistant or work with an, um, an online business manager, you know, I get these like... Uh, sometimes I get people who are very frustrated because they've worked with somebody and then and and they've had all of these issues. And then I get some people who are like, well, I don't even know where to begin with trying to, you know, articulate what I want from a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. And then some of them are like, you know, some of them express fears on, you know, uh, for for example, you know, if I hire somebody, am I going to lose control and oversight? of the quality of the work that I'm producing. Um, you know, so when I speak to someone um, and I'm trying to get them to understand that the best way for their business to move forward is the first thing that I do is I try to break down some of the frustration, some of the, some of the desires and some of the fears that they may have surrounding working with somebody or bringing somebody into their business. Because mm -hmm. again, when we become entrepreneurs, it's like, I can do this. I can do it all. I want to do it all. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're doing nothing. You're mm -hmm. going nowhere. Nothing is getting accomplished. Your, your dreams of make, uh, being a six figure, you know, coach is now, um, you're lucky if you're making $20,000, you know? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. You know, the, the, the thought of working for someone else, um, uh, is enough to scare people out of, um, corporate America these days, right? Okay. Um, but when you jump into the role of business owner and whatever your your title may be or whatever your expertise may be, you know, <clears throat> having somebody who is a partner in your business in that they are willing to help you to create the, you know, create the programs you need, create how to give you the tools that you need and whatnot Sometimes a little, it's a little bit difficult for people to let go of the reins, so to speak. How much of that do you see? Uh, I see a lot of that. Um, and I'm very, so I've been in the industry for ooh, a good 16 years, 17 years. Mm -hmm. um, so I have an ideal client and uh, someone who micromanages is not my I ideal client. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I also, um, you know, when I'm, sending out my paperwork with someone, you know, my contract and everything else, we've got like a, a, a understanding. And in this understanding, it says, you know, this is going to be very difficult. You're going to have to release some of these things. You're going to have to trust. We're going to have to communicate. We've got to establish some type of communication. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that kind of helps a little bit. Um, but when you, but some people are always going to micromanage and those individuals probably need someone right there with them constantly versus being a, being a, um, having a virtual assistant or having an online business manager, having someone. Now, if your business comes to a point where you need someone to, uh, to be there to help you, this is where you have to figure out whether you want as a business owner to have a physical person or have a virtual person. And there's advantages to both. Physical, you can watch them, you can do everything, but physical, you've got to provide health insurance, you've got to provide a computer, you got to provide a workspace. Virtual, mm -hmm. you won't provide any of that stuff because this is a contracted person coming in um, mm -hmm. to help you work. So right. one of the first things that, you know, once you... Hold on, hold on to that thought for a second because we have to go to commercial. Okay. So I just want to say, um, come on back after the break because we're going to be talking to Doreen some more about putting the sanity back in our business. We'll be right back with Doreen DeJesus Harper.
With the hustle and bustle of today's world, how often do you take time to practice gratitude? More importantly, how can you make it a habit? The Grateful Hearts community is a group of like-minded people focusing on what's going right and being grateful. Gratitude is more than putting a smile on your face and being thankful for the roof over your head. It's about expanding your perception and finding ways to find gratitude for, in, and through the challenges we face every day. Gratitude is a feeling of connection to things higher than yourself, to God, and to others. We focus on light, positivity, and connections. You make a difference. When we join our grateful hearts together, the power of community attracts more people and even more to be grateful for. Expressing gratitude and feeling grateful is infectious, so let's share it. Join our Grateful Hearts community and watch your blessings blossom. Learn more at gratefulheartscommunity.com and join the community at facebook.com slash the Grateful Hearts community. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience Hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Dream Vision 7 radio network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we're back with Doreen Harper. I'm going to call you Doreen Harper because that sounds easier, <laughs> a little bit easier. But um, And we're talking about putting the sanity back in your business. And before we went to the break, you started saying some things about the first thing people need to do is. Yeah. So um, earlier we talked about, um, you know, taking like this uh, assessment of your personal and your business life to see if you need someone to, to, uh, to come in and ha- support your business. After you've done that, that's when you need to assess whether you want a live person to come in or you want a virtual person to come in, you know? So there's some steps into figuring out everything. Um, and in the, in that assessment, um, you also need to determine what some of your goals. So even if you don't have your goals, you know, all the way out, uh, you know, the three and five year, at least for the next three to six months, if you're going to work with someone, um, especially virtually, you need to have a set of goals, a set of realistic expectations mm-hmm. um, to to put on the table so that the two of you can actually um 
determine whether you're going to work well together. And when I start working with, with people, I always tell them, listen, this does not happen overnight. I am good at what I do. Um, and I'm very confident in what I do. However, we have to build a brand. We have to build something. If you haven't already built it, we've got to build it. Um, and it's harder when you are not sitting next to somebody every day, you know, and learning personalities, learning, you know, the, the, uh, the culture of the, uh, of somebody's business, the way that, um, people are, uh, staying in their integrity. So, um, that is something that you get when you're next to somebody on a constant basis. And when you're working with somebody virtually, you've got to build up to all of those different things. Mm -hmm. So when, um, you're, when people are, when I, I interview, so, you know, uh, people who are looking for an online um, business manager or online um, marketing strategist, they think they're interviewing me. I'm interviewing them. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out, listen, are we compatible? Um, do I believe in what your what your business is? Because that's important. The only, only way that I can help you is for me to be vested in your mission and, and, you know, your products and, and whatever you're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if, if that works, then it's okay. Now I'm not going to tell you it's going to be overnight. The next three months, we're going to come up with a good plan for you. And we're going to figure out what's going to work and what's not going to work. And we're going to see if we work well together mm-hmm. because micromanagement, you may not want to release. You say, you think you're ready, but you're not ready. You may not want to release, you know, you think you're ready to hear somebody else's perspective about your baby, your business. You might not be, you might not be ready, you know? Um, And I found that I have, I have found that in, you know, where people are like, yes, I got to get rid of this. Yes. You sound great. Yes. I want this. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, what did I just do? I don't have the control or I don't. And, and inevitably they do. They just don't realize that they do because it's still their business. It's still their baby. They just have somebody else who's helping them with the baby. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're a governess for some people. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what should someone look for when they're looking to find the right person? Like you've, you've told us just a minute ago, you said like you're interviewing the people who are, who think they're interviewing you. And I think to a certain degree, it's a mutual, a mutual thing that you're doing, you know, you're interviewing each other really, but what should someone look for um, when they're trying to find the right person, the right virtual assistant or um, online business manager. Let me just say this too. There, there used to be an organization called IVA, International Virtual Assistance Association. And this young lady was the president at one point of that association. So her skill set is broad, but um, a lot of times people think they need a whole bunch of various things when really they just need to have a plan. So what's, what is, um, what is the first thing that you think people should look for in, in finding someone like yourself to support their business? Well, I think it depends on what you're looking, uh, in which direction you're going. Um, you definitely want someone who is resourceful, who, um, because now it's just two of you. Okay. Um, and, Again, you're going to be working on uh, on your business, not in your business. So if 
I've run into a wall and um, we need to do research or we need to figure out, you know, how to get over this wall. I don't need to be running uh, to you to pull you out of your business, to pull you back into the uh, weeds of the business. So you want somebody who's resourceful, who's who's good at problem solving, who is innovative, um, can overcome challenges um, and, you know, um, and you need that skill set in a VA and an online business manager in a VA because a VA is generally, again, task driven. So if you've given them a task and you don't want to be managing that task, you want to make sure that they can they can find the resources to do that task um, with um, a lot of online business managers. They also manage teams for people. So there are individuals who have, you know, maybe three people on their team and the online business manager is managing those those um other members, other virtual members. So they have to be able to um, uh, overcome anything with the team in general. Right. Um, professionalism. Are they on time? Are, you know, are they, are they delivering what they say that they're going to deliver, you know? Um, and are they, I, I find kindness is, is very important because if, if, if they are, professional and kind to me, then they are going to be professional and client and kind to my clients. So mm-hmm. you want somebody that's they're they're now almost your face. So mm-hmm. you want someone who's going to give those two um in tangent, you mm-hmm. know, um someone who can multitask, who has that ability. Because a lot of times a virtual assistant um and 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 the OBM, they have more than one client. They have multiple clients. So can they determine what project, what needs to be done first um, as they're working with a multitude of people. Um, and if they and if they get to uh, any type of snags, um, strong communication skills, highly important, again, so that we can communicate properly with each other, but also face of, face of your organization now, your company, your, you know, uh, they're going to be dealing with your clients. You know, mm-hmm. can they can they communicate in a manner that you want? So um, and I can go on, you know, there's technical proficiencies. You know, we talked about that. Are they technically inclined? You really want to have somebody who is technically inclined, because if you don't have the time to bring technology into your business, you want somebody else to bring that technology into your business. Right. Okay. Exactly. Um, because right now, technology is very important. I mean, if you think about what we're doing right now on Zoom, having a conversation um Back, what, ten, not even 10 years ago, you radio was just that. It was radio. It was not a podcast. It was not a, you know, it wasn't where you can see us talking as well as hear us talking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so technology, like you said earlier, is ever evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of uh, components to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And so when we're, you know, there's a lot of people who have virtual assistants that are off continent. There have people that are um, in different time zones. What are the um, what are the pros and cons of that, those kinds of situations? I mean, I uh, I will I have my illustrator is in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. My illustrator for my children's book is um, children's books. When people come to me for a. Um, a children's book to be published. My go-to person is in the Philippines and he's right now 13 hours ahead of me. So 
I have to arrange my schedule. And sometimes when meetings have to happen with the actual author of the, of the children's book, I have to arrange their schedule in order to be able to be available um, on a zoom call or whatever. And sometimes it's difficult. People have, you know, I mean, California is three hours away. That's three hours behind. So that's 15 hours difference or, or 16 hours difference right now with the Philippines. So, um, you know, I, I, that's the one challenge that I think that a lot of people would have if they're in terms of time, if their uh, virtual assistant was in another time zone. What are the things besides something like that um, should people be watching for, pay attention to as they begin the task of choosing either a VA or an online business manager? So I, I think we got a couple of questions there. Um, yeah. I'm going to address the, address the first one. There are definitely some highly skilled um, individuals outside of the country who can do um, project-related stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, graphic design, website design, yes, you can go overseas and get those done because there is not an urgency to... Um, the development of them. You don't necessarily, if, if, if something happens need to, uh, how do you say it? You can, you can literally tell someone oh, that, that picture is not correct, or I need this in here instead of that. Now your website going down and there's a 15 hour difference and you're relying on somebody overseas to handle your website going down at our time, 9am, you may not get them. So that person, you may not want a website maintenance person to be overseas. Mm -hmm. A website developer could be, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, and also you want to think about when your clients are calling in, when you, what work you're doing. So if you are, for instance, a coach and you are doing, um, and you're doing group, group coaching and you want someone who's going to be on that call to answer questions or whatever, um, you're not going to be able to utilize someone who is 12 hours, 13 hours away um, because they may not be up at two o'clock in the afternoon when you're there doing, you go. When your stuff, you know, so I, you would pick and choose what projects really work. If you're looking for someone who is going to uh, be retainer based on a long-term in a long-term relationship um, and is going to really handle tasks and handle um, your business, you really want someone who is local to you, uh, local to you, meaning maybe in your same time zone, two times, uh, you know, maybe an hour difference here or there, you know, but you don't want somebody who's eight hours away. And I will tell you, as someone who was the president of the International Virtual Assistance Association, IVA, I knew some amazing people who lived in Ireland and who lived in London, who lived, you know, in the Philippines, all of these other places who were VAs. But the struggle that a lot of US-based um, individuals had was just that there was a time difference. Yeah. That yeah. time difference, you know, being able to, you know, have an emergency. I I mean, you've called me a couple of times. It's like, oh, I need this. Can you get this to me right? You know, in the next hour, hour and a half. You could do that because we're only an hour difference. Right, exactly. Yes, you could do that. So time, time and, um, and language is another thing. Like you want to make sure that whether you're in the States or not, you want to make sure that the communication skills and, and there's no language barrier that can um, 
that can be, um, what's the word I want to use? A hindrance to the relationship, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's really important. The other thing that I, you know, that one of the things that I, um, was thinking when we say how can, when the question asked was what can someone do to ensure that they have a good working relationship with their support partner? I think I would think is that, you know, for, for you and me, since we've known each other for so long, our, our relationship is not just work-based. Our relationship is we can have a conversation about anything. So mm-hmm. I would say that getting to know someone a little bit and having um, a relationship where, you know, you know, they have a couple of kids or, you know, they have this going on or whatnot, you know, when their birthday is, you you know, that kind of stuff. Develop some sort of a rapport, a, a, a personal rapport with them, I think is important. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. You do that when you're inside, when you're sitting next to somebody in an office. Why wouldn't you do that with the person who exactly. is working with you um, to build up your dream? I mean, uh, I have, you know, all of my clients, um, I have a personal and a professional relationship with. And I like that. I like being able to, you know, um, start off a meeting with a small conversation. How's things going? What's going on here? What's going on there? And then getting into the work. Because, being in a virtual uh position you're you are isolated from other other people so the only people who you're really talking with on a business um in a business manner are your clients or are you know um so you want to have that rapport with them you yeah. want to be able to to feel warm and fuzzy exactly so it's not like you live your your life inside the box of online business manager you have to be able to step out of that and we have to go to a second break right now so we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about putting the sanity back in your business with Doreen Harper. We'll be right back. I think. In order to be healthy and happy, there are 24 areas of your life to balance. With the All Things Wellness Wheel, you become self-empowered, allowing you to make healthier decisions about relationships, nutrition, sleep, exercise, stress, and even your value system. The All Things Wellness book series, written by Peggy Wilms and Dr. Marcus Vetchstein, teaches you how to balance your wellness wheel in addition to sharing true stories from multiple contributing authors. Book one, The Fourfold Formula, and book two, Win the Wellness War, We Are Responsible, are now available on Amazon. Amazon. Reserve your spot now to become a published author in book three, Wellness GPS, Get Prepared for Success. Visit www.allthingswellness.com slash authors for more information. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers, crappy to happy, sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. 
Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Do you have a personal story of hope or kindness to share? The Daily Gift book series, which began with a daily gift of gratitude, now available on Amazon, continues with a daily gift of hope and a daily gift of kindness. And we're looking for people just like you to share a story. Your daily gift of hope story might answer one of these questions. Is there a time when you felt hopeless and someone stepped in to change your view? Have you been an example of hope for someone else? Is hope something that you've always had? If so, how do you keep that hope alive? With hope, we have more energy and a purpose. It gets us out of bed in the morning. Daily Gift of Kindness might be your chance to talk about recognizing and spreading kindness to change the world. Practicing kindness lifts your spirit and your mood, warms your heart, and helps to navigate your way through today's challenges. Has an act of kindness from a stranger turned your day around? Have you ever paid it forward to someone or for someone? Your story matters, so visit dailygiftbookseries.com to find out more about how to submit your story for a daily gift of hope and a daily gift of kindness. Your stories make a difference. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. I love that. Let life flow. Let life flow. So as we said earlier, um, Daily Gift book series, Daily Gift of Gratitude. And as you can tell, Daily Gift of Hope is out already. So we're looking for stories for a daily gift of kindness. And, you know, one of the things I want to say about the order of the way that these books um, are coming out is actually relative to our conversation today, because if you don't have mutual gratitude for one another, if you don't have hope that the two of you can do things together, and if you're not kind to one another, you might as well throw this relationship out of the window, right? So, and I think that holds true for any relationship, whether it's a working relationship, whether it's a family relationship, I think that the world right now needs to have those three elements in um, every relationship that we have. Um, the crazy place we're living in, but we're paying attention to what's working and what's going right rather than what's, what's not our favorite. So, so that's one of the reasons, those are some of the reasons and the ways that you can have a good working relationship with anyone, you know, with your online business partner, right? Absolutely. Um, and one thing that, that um, I'd like to add to that is be good to yourself. You know, um, a lot of us tend to not do that. And um, that actually flows into the relationships that we develop both professionally and um, personally. Exactly. Good point, Doreen. Good point. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we're going to be working on together. We're going to be working on the page for daily gift of kindness and coming behind that one is going to be a daily gift of peace. So, um, we have, um, we have some plans for both of those books and, and I'm looking forward to what they bring and the stories that they bring out because, you know, as someone who works with, um, authors, speakers, and coaches, I'm sure you hear, a lot of stories and how important it is to tell the stories. You've even told some stories in, in uh, some of the, uh, some of the books that have been put out there 
compilation with a little help from your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Definitely with a little help. I was going to say, I'm not going to take 100% credit on that, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, here's the, here's the thing. And, and one of the things that you, you touched on, like ChatGPT can help you. I'm not a fan of technology when it comes to having my voice heard. But, you know, you said something really important during the, when you were talking about that. You can give you can give something like ChatGPT the prompts to write you what you need to have out there. But you can in the end, add your voice to it, right? Absolutely. Um, and again, it's, it's you know, with chat GPT, you've got to really think about what you want to say. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll give you an example is that um, you're, believe it or not, Alexa is AI. All of these, all of these different things are AI that we've been working with for a long time. Zoom has a lot of AI components to it. So when you're asking for for um, an output from ChatGPT, you, what you give it, if you give it junk, it's going to give you junk. Mm-hmm. If you give it something solid, it's going to give you back something solid. So for example, if you say, "I want you to do," and this is typing into Chat uh, ChatGPT because I just wrote this out, I want you to do some research for me. Act as an expert social media marketer. Tell me 10 frustrations and 10 desires and 10 fears that entrepreneurs experience while hiring a virtual assistant. I have given ChatGPT everything it needs to go out and pull it. The difference between ChatGPT and Google, because I could go out and ask Google to do the same thing, is that ChatGPT is going to pull everything together and give it to me in one thing. Google is going to pull me everything that's coming that has anything to do with what I just asked it to do, right? So now I still have to go in and compile everything. And you can even take that further because ChatGPT can even create um, a table for you. So I could even take that further and say, put it in a table, format, label, uh, format, label, X axis, one through 10. So give me 10. And then y-axis frustrations desires and fears wow got a table that's got all this stuff in it and now i can do a couple things with that i can create a blog post off of that i can look at it and see something in there and and i can have good discussion with my clients saying really you know uh, a fear may be you might think that i'm going to burn out you know uh, or lead it to you know i might leave very quickly you don't know what um what my end goal is with my business, you know, so I can have in-depth conversations with my clients based on this uh, chart that I've pulled out, or uh, um, I can create various memes for social media, you You know, so uh, I like to say work smarter instead of harder. Right. And that's it. You know, we're using ChatGPT as an example of just one of the technologies that are out there in order to be able to make um, my job as the entrepreneur and your job as not only an entrepreneur, but as an, in, you know, as a business partner, if you will, in uh, with those that you serve. Um, there were, I mean, just the fact that <laughs> just the fact that they could set up autoresponders was like the highlight of my life for a while there. You know, so. Well, you know, and 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 technology again has just blossomed. I mean, Google can do things now that Google couldn't do. I mean, you can set up tabs that are the same and 
put them together, color coded, and now everything that has to do, and I'll say with my clients, so everything that has to do with Teresa, I've got in a in a little tab that says Teresa that is openable that will expand, and I have them all all of the tabs open instead of a hundred tabs across my screen. Mm. You know, um, the same thing goes with um, Gmail. Gmail has uh, added on a whole bunch of features from tagging to to you know to um, being able to put notes at the top. You know, once to you know if you're working on a, a specific email, and it's like a bunch of different things inside of it. You, there's there's a note taker that you can use to keep notes at the top of your your um, email. Those are the things that I bring to my clients. You know, it's like I want I, I it's it again. I'm gonna say it um, for the second time. Work smarter instead of harder because if you're working smarter, you're gonna and I'm helping you work smarter. Then you're gonna do what makes you the money. And what is um, what you enjoy doing, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. They say if you enjoy what you're doing, you're not a, you're not you're not working. You're not really, truly working. Exactly. You know? um, and we could this conversation about all of the different things that uh, hiring somebody to to come into your business. It could go on. I mean, you know, we could it could go on to talking about, you know, uh, what you um what are compelling reasons for you to actually hire a VA? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you think about if you want to streamline your business um, operations, that's what a, uh, a uh, online business manager can come in and do. If you want to improve your products and services, they can come in. You you know, you may not ha- be able to format. You may not be able to do all these different things, but you've written a very good piece of, of, of um, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know, directions or dialogue of whatever they come in and they wrap it and they, and they get it all pretty for you. Mm-hmm. You may not know how to get it out from your newsletter, you know, you, uh, a sign up form. So they mm-hmm. come in now they've packaged it. They put it on your website. They've created a sign up form. They've created how the, uh, how it's going to be disseminated to your client. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you don't have to do that exactly. somebody coming in can do now the the one thing that we didn't talk about that you really need to know um okay. when when you're hiring uh when you come to the point that you know that you've got to hire is you've got to get a budget you've got to know what you can spend on somebody mm-hmm. and uh a VA and an online business manager um you know online marketing person a web the, you're going to get what you pay for and the and and it's going to be from you know you can probably get somebody in as a VA at maybe $30, $35 if they're really good and they know. But the more skill set somebody has, the higher um, they're going to cost you. And you've got to utilize that person um, to the best of, you know, of your ability. So uh, most uh, virtual assistants and online business managers that are on retainer, um, they start with the smallest retainer of 10 hours a month and then they go up. But let's just say that somebody comes in at 10 hours a month. As an online business manager, I'm here to focus and help you do what you need to do. I'm not here to put all my 10 hours, what I've done for you down. It is up to you to say, this is what we're doing this month and let's get this done. And yeah. then it's up to me to get it done. Yeah. Okay. And then if it and if it falls more than the ten hours, then it's it's like okay, we've gone over the ten hours, and it depends on who you're working with. Um, we've gone over the ten hours. How do you want to work next month? You know, 
those are the conversations that you have with somebody. But it is not a when 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 individuals look at how much it costs to bring in a VA or an online business manager, they're they're not looking at the fact that if they brought somebody into the real world into their office, computers, insurance, mm. all, you know, all of those other things, they don't have those, those anymore <laughs> and you're paying time on task. So if it's 10 hours that you're paying for, it's 10 hours that you're getting versus somebody who's sitting there for 40 hours and you may not have 40 hours worth of work for them to do or right. part-time and they're sitting there 20 hours and you know, may not have 20 hours worth yeah. of work. For them to do. Yeah. Yeah. So would you believe our hour is almost up? We have like two minutes left. So in that two minutes, I, want, I know you said you had something that you gave away on your website and your website, your business is has a little bit of a Latin flair to the name of it. So if you would please give your um, your website, how people can get in touch with you and what you have as a gift to them for going there. Yes. And spend some time with you to, to, to discover whether or not you're the right person to work with. Absolutely. So my business... Uh... My business is Ambitions, and it's spelled A-M-B-I-C-I-O-N-Z. So it does have that Latin flair. So it's ambitions.com. Um, I do have a 30-minute, uh, a free 30-minute consultation. And I, you know, a lot of times people will come and they will talk to me, um, and I will actually suggest that they go somewhere else. Um, I'm a very honest and open person because uh, they may need something a little bit less than what I I do. Um, and I do have a sanity check, uh, a sanity checklist on my website um, that you can actually grab. Um, and there's a couple of classes that I'll be, um, I'm about to start teaching. So chat GPT is one of the classes and that's going to happen Um in March. And, um, it should be up on my website here, uh, shortly as well. Um, so I'll be doing that. And I also do a social media class, um, as well. So, um, but you can find all of that information on my website. And people can email you how? Uh, it is dharper at ambitions.com. Perfect. Doreen, thank you so much for spending this time with me today and for um, talking about how to put the sanity back in your business. Thank you for being my sanity at times when I'm pulling my hair out. (laughs) I appreciate you more than you know. And for those of you who are listening for the first time to Conversations That Make a Difference, I hope that this has brought something new and exciting and opened a door for you that may you may not have realized you could open and that um, you'll come back again soon. Until next time, we'll see you on Conversations That Make a Difference. Make sure that all the conversations that you're having are making a difference in the lives of the people that you touch. Have a good day, everybody. Tune in next time for Conversations That Make a Difference with host Teresa Bellardi every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our producer, Rachel, and to our station owner, Deborah Beauvais, working behind the scenes. Be sure to go to conversationsthatmakeadifference.com for your free gift. Make sure your conversations make a difference.